0: Greetings, Evil Boy Genius here, and welcome to another episode of the Off the Tools Collective podcast. The podcast for of smart subcontractors sick of being a ridden ragged by douchebag penny pinching clients. Bottom line is this: if you're selling shit to the domestic market, fitting bedrooms, bathrooms, or kitchens, or balls deep in extensions and renovations, and you want to attract the best clients on demand, sell to them way above market rates and have it all happen hands-off on the so you ain't stuck to your phone like a cult calling cockwomble, then put your feet up, pin your. Your ears back and pay attention for the next few minutes and then take action because this shit will not do itself. Take it away, boys. Right, welcome to the Off the Tools Collective. Uh,
1: no, no, you're oh, doing just... it. You're being the radio TV show. I oh, no, I'm but sorry. The audience are not here. The audience. What like audience? It.
0: We don't have an audience. No, so we have we raving fans.
1: We have Raving Fez.
0: Yeah, as you will notice, if you've seen the artwork, we've changed the name of the podcast, by the way, because it clashed with the name of someone who's got an established podcast of the same name. The author told one uh, who was at it for a couple of years. And being the decent guys, we are, we agreed Without any hassle at all, we're treading on his toes. We don't want to do that because we are not fucking douchebags. After all, we will shine with our content, not with the glitzy packaging.
1: So enjoy the name, random guy who shall not be named. Enjoy the name.
0: Enjoy the name. And I wish you the best. Good luck with that, as they say. But uh, no, it was an easy, easy decision. It was a no-brainer. Yeah, once we realised that we were treading on these toes, it was, there was no possibility of we being shitty yeah, about it. True. So it is now the Ott Collective podcast. So
1: anyway, subtle change. Ott subtle. still stands for Off the Tools. It does,
0: but we won't use it in the, the description on the uh, on the channel. So if people are searching for it, they won't find us. So, and so what are we going to John, talk about today, Mister Connor?
1: Well, I take the blame for that. For what? For uh, having to change the name. <laughs> you did get scroppy. <laughs> I did get very stroppy. I did get very stroppy at first, but don't tell him that because he'll find great pleasure in knowing that I was rattled.
0: Well, it's just, it's just a good job that you've got me, the elder statesman, isn't it, you know? Yes. Voice of wisdom, Yoda. All I need is the fucking ears. I've got the <laughs> stature. Need... I've got the short stature.
1: You do. have got, got the
0: wrinkles. <laughs> I've got the wisdom, the wrinkles. Yeah, all, got, all I need is the fucking ears. Perhaps you could make me. Perhaps you can buy them on Amazon. Yoda ears. That'd be a fucking yeah. cool prop. I you ever know, seen my about... ears? What's wrong with your ears? They're
1: fucked. Look at them. Look at the,
0: oh, yeah, they're a, bit, Lord, they're a bit fucking elfish, aren't they?
1: Very elfish. Both. Oh, uh,
0: well, that's fucking it's hideous. What? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, that completely changed <laughs> my image with you.
1: <laughs> so what? Oh, no, no,
0: no, no. I want out the business What's now. I, I am not being in business with a fucking elves. Dwarves <laughs> and elves do not mix. <laughs> Dwarves was, and elves do not fucking mix. Uh,
1: I was crowning, John. Yeah, I was crowning and, you know, I was stuck. I was lodged in there. And the what only the thing was doctors my head was coming out of my mother's minge. Oh, and, uh, right. I was stuck. I believe it's called crowning. I could have got that completely wrong, but I believe it's called crowning. I was coming out and I was oh stuck
0: Google it while it, like, you're talking.
1: like a little corkscrew in a bottle. And the only thing they could hold on to was me ears. So they just grabbed both of them, squeezed them really hard and fucking folded them in half pretty much.
0: The appearance of the fetal scalp at the vaginal orifice in childbirth. Well, that's something I learned today. I was today years old when I I found out what crowning meant.
1: And I'm glad I was the one that taught
0: Yeah, you see, you're never too old to learn. And you're never too old to learn from someone much younger. This is why I actually do listen to Connor on occasion. I'm thinking, if I need to know the medical term for having your ears fucked coming out of the vagina, I'm going to ask Connor.
1: (laughs) That story's made up, by the way. That's not how it happened. I've got no idea. No, no,
0: Connor, Connor, I know. I know. (laughs)
1: I, I just know we're autistic, taking, taking
0: literally. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But we are autistic, not necessarily fucking stupid.
1: Anyway, we're fucking chatting shit, as always. Well, I suppose everything we say is shit. But uh, yeah. back to taking the blame. You know, I want to take the blame oh, for uh, having, oh, right. to, having yeah. to change the name of the podcast. So uh, do I. Uh, no, no, I insist. I insist as well. I hope Holly insists. But
0: if Holly insists, we'll let her take it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Polly Airhead. She got very sloppy about that, didn't she?
1: Oh, she did not like being called an airhead, did she? I don't know why she did not like being called an airhead. Polly Airhead. It's like us being called nails. It's just a fact. It's nothing to be upset about.
0: Well, I mean, the thing is, Holly's my daughter. I mean, I've been a dad since
1: she was born. so I you know what the she was blame? like as a
0: child. Yeah, I know take, what she was like as a child, and she was a fucking airheaded child. And, you know, an air-headed child grows into an air-headed adult. It's just true. Uh, anyway, taking the blame. Yeah, I mean, I learned this. I mean, I kind of started to get into it myself. Well, I first learned explicitly, saw it written down in black and white, by a guy called Robert Ringer. The Libertarian, he's written a couple of books, one of which is Winning Through Intimidation. And that doesn't mean winning with intimidation. It means winning through. It means winning in spite of intimidation. He changed the title of the book because it was ambiguous. But he wrote in there somewhere about, I think it was in that book anyway, he wrote about a story of he had some people around to do some work to his house they dropped the ladder on his car. And of course, that was their fault. He spent months arguing about it in court, spending thousands of dollars to try and prove his point because he was in the right. And they just run rings around him. And eventually he realised in a moment of clarity, this is a waste of my fucking time. Yes, they've damaged my car. Yes, it's all their fault. But I ain't going to get the money. It's just not going to happen. Just walk away from it. He then writes about how since that moment on, he's taking responsibility for everything. Anything goes wrong. Yeah, all right. It's my fault. I should have been more careful. Should have parked the car somewhere else. And he says, you know, it's hard to do it at first because your ego. I'm in the right. I, I want. I want to fucking see this through. That's my fucking car you've damaged. I want. I want you to pay. But really, it's just it's just easier to walk away and not worry. In some ways, it's a little bit like changing the name of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we could have been douchebags. We could have dug our heels in. We could have argued about it. It says, yeah, we'll see you in court. But what was the point? It's, it's yeah. much more profitable for us to say, yeah, hold our hands up. Sorry, didn't mean to do that. I don't want to try on your toes. We're trying to name. It's no big deal. You know? yeah. We just, everyone's fucking happy. And we can now focus on growing the business where we want to grow it, instead of having this thing in the back of the mind of, are we pissing someone off unfairly. Are we on someone's toes unfairly? Are we going to get a solicitor's letter, which we don't have enough to deal with, which we possibly lose? Possibly? It's, just, it's just not worth it. So I've taken responsibility for everything that happens in my life. Since I can remember, even though it's not my fault, it's my responsibility to fix it. Even when my mental health was fucked with anxiety and I needed help, the foremost thought in my mind was, yeah, I do need the help, but it's still my responsibility to get it fixed. No one else is going to do it for me. And it just, it makes your life so much, it sounds kind of perverse almost, because yeah, that must be so fucking difficult because all that extra work and all that extra responsibility by definition, but it's actually makes your life so much easier because it's- it, it 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 is freeing because then you decide: Do I bother about this? Should I to let it go? Is it unimportant? And then you realise how unimportant your ego is. It feels important. And you, you think about it, right? And everybody would have seen this and possibly experienced it. People, neighbours will argue and spend tens, hundreds, of thousands of pounds about maybe two or three inches in the boundary in their land. You know, move the fence back a foot. Why do they do this? It it must be ego. It isn't about money. It's about fucking ego. Well, your ego comes at a price. You know, pride goes before a fall. I just don't get it. It is
1: ego. It's 100% ego. It's the minute you let go of your ego, which is a lot harder than uh, you may think. You realise how pathetic most situations are. As you just said, the arguments and the money around people arguing about inches of land here and there is just pathetic Uh and the best thing about taking full responsibility of everything that happens to you to your business to your life is it focuses you on what you can and can't control and most importantly it focuses you on your sphere of control what's inside what's out and then obviously you don't worry about the things that are outside of that sphere because there's fuck all you can do about the shit that's inside your sphere Uh well then you then have a choice to make and realizing you always have a choice is freeing as well and then you can make a decision whether you want to fight it but what's the fucking point lose your ego save your time save your money be happy let it go it's yeah. ridiculous the amount of time people waste with it. For example, staff, a lot a lot of business owners I see piss and moan about their staff and they blame their staff for the poor sales of the company or the poor productivity. No, that's your fucking fault, dickhead. You chose to hire them. You've given the SOPs. You He's more than likely orchestrate the marketing plan to give them the, the least to follow up with the sales scripts. Yeah. It's your fucking fault. If one of your employees fucks up, it's not their fault. It's yours. And yeah. you have to have to think like that. And if that sounds backwards, well, you're not quite there yet. And I'm sorry. Uh, you, you need to read up you on it. You
0: need to grow up. Yeah. yeah. Remember when Holly joined us? Um, she'd worked in hospitality hitherto. And in hospitality, it's for little fucking empire builders. Mm. they're always watching their own back and I remember she found it really hard to adjust to our culture of we don't we want you to fuck up because if you're fucking up it yeah. shows you're growing and it shows you're trying mm-hmm. new things and I remember the first couple of times she got a few things wrong she expected us to blow up and I remember having a conversation mm-hmm. and Holly I'm your dad how many times have I shouted at you in your entire life and she says, I can probably think of two or three I said yeah two or three times in 23 years why do you think I'm suddenly totally going to start now you know I said this is I take the approach to business I took parenting you as, as, a, as a father when you were a child you know, it's it's a learning process, and now she's got into that, and she's blossomed, she's she's grown. I remember seeing a documentary on the TV. Can't remember life of what it was. It's going back twenty years or more. and it was some fucking fat wide boy from Essex who was proud of the fact two things. He was proud of the fact he never apologised, never on principle, and two, he always had to have the last word. Massive fucking ego. But what he doesn't realise is by never apologising and having to have the last word, he's given up all his control. Because if you yeah. want to make him speak, all you have to do is say something. Mm-hmm. You can just keep winding up by going, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And he will have to answer. How weak is
1: that? Mm-hmm. And it also means you never focus on the solution as well. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean,
0: that, that, that's absolutely paramount. That is. Focusing on looking to whom you can blame just focuses you on the problem hmm yeah, 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 All these people pissing them on in the third lockdown when they haven't learned from the first two, it's up to them to take action, they're just sitting there waiting. Well, it's the government's fault, the economy is crap now. No, you fucking moron, it's you and your collective fucking retards who have been going out without your masks on and, and so my body, my, my toy. That's why it's so bad now, and now you're paying the fucking consequences. Yeah, and what have because- you done for- to make your business immune to all this shit? What have you done about online delivery? It just does my fucking head in. Stupid yeah, I mean, people, that, stupid people, then complaining about the consequences.
1: And that is why you should be careful where you lay your trust, if you have that much trust in the government to get it right. You, you're a retard if you've got that much trust on your pals with- That's how much on, I have on LinkedIn. in government. Pardon? That's
0: how, much, that's how much trust I have in the government.
1: <laughs> yeah, zero. Quite...
0: People say we need governments because people are too stupid and too spiteful and being dictatorial and greedy to run themselves, okay? What do we have in government? People. <laughs> How does that work then? If people are too stupid to govern themselves, why are we allowing people to govern others? It doesn't make any fucking sense. But of course, people are stupid, Mm. so they just, uh, they allow it. Mm. But yeah, taking responsibility is so freeing. And I mean, you just, you find yourself not getting angry and upset and pissed off at people, yes, it's my fault, I'll deal with it. And then you choose whether to deal with it or not. A good example recently is how Facebook, and Apple are suddenly at loggerheads. And Apple have, have stopped a lot of the tracking online. I'm not quite sure how it works. With it. And Facebook, have been, <laughs> the irony is amazing. Facebook have been putting in full page <laughs> fucking ads in the national press at probably 10K a pop, pissing and moaning, saying they're the, the small business champions. No, they're not. Facebook just fucking canceled people's accounts left, right, and center, mm-hmm. as, as they're entitled to, of course, because that's in the TNCs. And then people complain about it. Bit Pe- worse, people complain. About so-called free social media marketing being pulled out from under their feet. You know, yeah. people get banned from LinkedIn and start ranting about it when they're allowed back. Well, their friends start ranting about it. I got I got banned twice. You know, it's okay, if I don't get back, I don't get back. It's my
1: fault i came into your world john when i was i I think i read your the first time i read one of your books or one of your materials i believe i was 14 this this one yeah yeah i was 14 touching 15 followed you for three four years after that was fortunate enough to come to a meeting when i was 18 years old and i was well and truly i wasn't established but i was a facebook marketer a paid facebook advertiser and the one thing you said to me well the one thing you told me about is the folly of trusting social media platforms with your business and you immediately told me right you're not a facebook guy you have to be an online guy you can't even be a social media guy you just have to be the online guy if you're going to take this angle until you're established enough and positioned yourself well enough to be just a true marketing man and one of the messages you gave to all of your clients at the time was own your own fucking list do not yeah. rely on Facebook. And you also said if you are purely relying on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter for revenue for your business, you're in a tough, tough spot because all it takes is one law change or someone to yeah. do something that fucks it up. And that's exactly what Apple have done with Facebook yeah. and pretty much every other online advertiser as well.
0: Well, I mean, Facebook are dickheads. Apple are really quite astute. But these advertising platforms, it's a predictable and established pattern. Pattern with Google AdWords, it with Facebook. Every other single one will follow the same pattern. because there's a logical reason for it. So what happened was Google AdWords started and it was a free-for-all. You could do anything. You could put one URL as the fucking thing to click and you'd send them somewhere else. They just didn't give a shit. And people had made a lot of money. But when they get to a certain size in the US, which of course is their biggest market, the FTC, Fair Trade Commission, can not only sue the advertiser, but they can sue the person who's published the ad. Well, who's got the biggest fucking pocket, the deepest pockets, do you think? Google. So when Google and, and Facebook come out with these draconian policies, they're actually covering their own asses. They're not just being assholes, and they don't have time to get into detailed discussion with every fucking Tom, Dick, and Harry who's got a grievance. In the same way, to be fair to them, now, if you're an individual advertiser and you've had your account pulled without reason, it's easy to go, yeah, but I want to know exactly what I did wrong on what page. Why would they tell you? They ain't got time to do that. And it's the same way as us. It's no different to us getting a client coming along and we just do our triage on them. those three questions we have. It's no different from us saying, no, sorry. And then they say, yeah, but why not? And say, well, you, don't, you just don't for our criteria. Well, why not? Mm-hmm. Explain to me. No, you just don't. Go elsewhere. It's no different.
1: don't owe you an apology.
0: Exactly. And you know, Facebook and people, they don't owe us anything. They just don't. And you... if you are reliant on that, and that's your only fucking source of income, especially now, you're advertising, all of a sudden, everything's gone down, your price of clicks have gone up because of this fucking shit with Apple. That's your responsibility. You should have had a dozen different platforms, online and off, sending you fucking traffic. That's your fault. I remember, right? Remember when you might not remember this too well because you are still quite young. Know, you, you might be not like remember at the time. The Google Slack. Yeah, the big one, did. Panda and Farmer updates. What? Mm-hmm. Seven years ago?
1: No, I would have said a little bit longer, but yeah, so,
0: maybe, maybe be eight, years. But there was, we were doing, we had this fetish blog at the time, it was doing fucking amazingly well. Overnight, our traffic dropped by seventy percent. Didn't matter because we had this fucking list we'd built. So, I, so we, all I did was change the change the a few things on the back end. And our sales actually increased. But there was one guy who owned a, a vacation website in Scotland, driven by SEO. He lost like ninety-five percent of his traffic overnight. He then tried to sue Google because they weren't sending free traffic anymore. Of course, he fucking lost, quite rightly too. And now there's a classic example where he should have taken responsibility. Because yeah, this is on me. I am the one who relied on a single free source of traffic, and I shouldn't have done. What can I do to fix it? But no, he blamed Google. Tried to get them. Tried to force them. How? To, 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 to fix things. Well, of course, he lost. So he spent all that time and money losing, which was predictable, rather than fixing the problem. This is a classic fucking example of people focusing on blame laying yeah. and finger-pointing rather than, okay, hands up, my fault. Next time I do it differently. Yeah, Use learn crazy as a fucking on. learning exercise.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And for you slower cookies out there that wasn't able to pick up on that, John is essentially saying if you want to immune, immunize yourself against the uh, the decisions of these large corporations that don't owe you fuck all, uh, you need to be building your own list. And the list yep. is a collection of people's names, email addresses, uh, physical addresses that you have permission to market to.
0: Yeah, it's that's all it sort of is. I mean, I've seen it makes me smile inside eh, a little bit. I mean, I see people on Facebook on, on LinkedIn, which is the platform of choice for me. they say, I reckon we should be taking people offline off site, our own websites and getting their details. What do you think? What do people's opinions? This is so fucking fundamental and basic. Why are you even asking the question? I'm, I'm amazed it's even a question with these people. I think it's something new, new and funky. You know, I, I've been saying for at least 13 years. Okay, that's the time I I I judge things by when we came to it. at least 13 years on social media marketing, your primary objective should be to get people's details in your own territory. Yeah, So it's your own website, get their email address, get their snail mail address. So you can contact them by almost any means possible. If they've got a, a physical address, you can contact them. We've got physical addresses. We've got some phone numbers. We don't do outbound phone calling, so don't worry if we ask them for your number. It's not for that. But we've got the physical address. We've got our email addresses. We can get them. We could lose our internet connection. It would be fucking troublesome and a pain in the butt because it would be inconvenient. But it, it wouldn't stop our business. We could still deliver and get clients because we We've got these mm-hmm. other channels to market, and most people haven't. That's why That's why when COVID came along and, and LinkedIn, the leverage people have with LinkedIn stopped working so much because the engagement was no longer about happy, flappy business. It was about, oh, fuck, we're all going to die. That's why that guy fucking lost to five clients, shut the curtains, went back to bed. <laughs>
1: Still in disbelief about that. Still I'm in disbelief, sure. disbelief about
0: that. I, I may have even uh, screenshotted it because it was so fucking funny. In fact, I'm pretty sure we that- I I sent it to our WhatsApp group. One that yeah. you never engage in.
1: Yeah, I got out of that. I've used my phone a lot less, John, but I don't want to talk about that now. I hope the poor fucking mackerel listens to this and realize how idiotic he was to do that and never does it again. However, the more likely response is he'll get angry and blame us for being fucking I don't know. Oh rude, obnoxious, uncaring,
0: shit. unempathetic. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you don't understand.
1: You don't understand. It's when people say fucking like you don't understand what it's like to be fucking this, or you don't understand what it's like to go through that. It's like, no, I don't. What's your point? My opinion's still my opinion.
0: Don't get me started on opinions.
1: I like penises.
0: Yeah. It's okay to have one, but it's not okay to push it in someone's face unless they ask you to. I, I, I'm amazed. I mean, there's a guy in the morning. He's a nice chap. I mean, I, I get on all right with him. He's a locksmith. And it's... To me, a locksmith is a fascinating trade because of the fucking little mechanical bits. You know, typical autistic thing. He's asking for free advice, an opinion on what email should I send to get people to to give me a review, and he was asking random people. And you know, you got fucking you know fucking Dave the cardboard box, you know, <laughs> or fucking Jeremy the fucking warehouse manager. You know, don't get me wrong, I'm not locking warehouse managers or anyone else. Every job is fucking valuable. There's no such thing as an important job or an important people, only unimportant attitudes. But A warehouse manager or a fucking truck driver is not a copywriter. In the same way as I wouldn't presume to tell them how to manage a fucking warehouse or drive a truck, I don't think they should tell people how to write copy. But they've got opinions. I think, What the fuck you think you're not qualified? It's like it's like me. You know, I've got my mate, you know, Dev. Yeah, of course you do. It's like you and me walking into Dave. Dev. Dev's theatre and he's filming an operation on someone cutting out a cancer. So I can say, no, Dev, I won't do it that way, mate. No, I won't do it that way. I'll do it another way. I think we should have a vote on this. Mm. What does everyone think? Yeah, How should yeah. Dev be cutting yeah. out this cancer, do you think? No, Dev just gets his fucking knife and hacks away. Because Dev knows what he's doing. Because Dev's a fucking expert. Well, it's the same as
1: yeah, so us. What? Yeah, so... Real life example right now, we have a client called Zach. He's a plumber. He loves taps. Love he, tap. he listened to our advice about email marketing. Uh, he started he's it, a few days in. He's already had something like eight sales, ten more inquiries, and it's for a lot of it is for fitting boilers. And he's charging well above the market rate. I think his uh, service plans something along the lines of forty quid a month. Most average service plans are around a tenner, but you know he did the smart thing. I will leave boiler fitting to him. And he'll listen to us when it comes to his pricing and when it comes to how how to market these people. And the only way he was able to do that, generate those sales, generate those leads, is because he listened to us. He didn't rely on Facebook. He didn't rely on LinkedIn. He didn't rely on Twitter. He used those platforms to generate a lead, which he then took to his own domain where he has that sphere of control. He made the decision to start daily emailing in nurturing. EBG style. Nurturing. Yeah, proper lead nurturing. He has proper conversion scripts as well that we've, we've helped him develop. And these people have replied to an email. He, he's walked them through this, the script and, uh, you know, he's used our shit to get to there. And the rest of it, such as fitting the boilers up to him because I can't fucking help him with that.
0: Yeah, it just makes fucking sense. The thing, the most ironic thing about it, Mike, is... I often see on Facebook, uh, sorry, LinkedIn, subbies, so electrical contractors, plumbers, floor layers, brickies, whatever, skilled craftsmen, they'll show pictures of bodge jobs by amateurs and say, look at the state of this, fucking terrible. These people should leave this well alone, leave it to the experts. Absolutely, fucking dead right. Mm-hmm. Won't argue that for a second. And then in the next breath, the same people are trying to run businesses themselves and develop marketing strategies themselves and giving advice to other people. What do you see? It's no different. I wouldn't tell them how to fucking bake a cake or make a candlestick. Don't presume to tell me that you know about marketing when you fucking don't. Stay in oh, your own fucking lane.
1: Stay in your lane. How annoying the the is funniest, is, right? Oh, I've got to tell you on this. This is different. Sorry,
0: carry I've got on. to share this one with you. Everyone. I'm going back about two years now. There was a lady who just linked in marketing teaching. Stuff. She's a bit of a twink, to be honest, but that's by the by. But she was on about raising her prices. And there were two people who were saying that she shouldn't and she couldn't and it was ripping people off and what they would do. And they were, both of them coincidentally were 777, Boeing 777 pilots. Now, if you've got a fucking in-flight emergency, they are the guys you want to speak to, yeah? My plane's crashing, wings are falling off, doors are blown out, engines are down, I want the pilots, okay? Small business advice, fuck off, I want to talk to a small business advisor fucking wrong with these people and of course when i said europeans are in than you your fucking airline pilots
1: i was rude oh, you, rude cunt mate you're rude how dare you their experience fucking flying planes is far yeah. more. well than i fly rude. planes yeah. I, I don't know more.
0: what i'm talking about <laughs> you don't <laughs> not when it comes to fucking business
1: nuts eh nuts <laughs> nuts the mistake so many people make is listening to friends and family Yes. Yeah. It's beyond idiotic. And I suppose that comes back down to ego again. They want to look good in front of their friends and family. They almost want to be able to shift the blame and say, well, I listened to my brother. Well, I listened to my cousin. Uh, or it just might be complete lack of direction or arrogance, who knows? I think there's a lot in it. There's,
0: there's a thing called shoe-button complex. What's that? It, it means that if you're... I mean, I mean I'll get it myself because I'm recognised as an expert in this. I mean, you know, it makes me laugh when people say, oh, who the hell are you to say this? What they don't realise is that in my little niche, I'm a, I'm a big deal. I've got a fucking stellar reputation. In the areas where I work, you know, I am known in my industry. These people wouldn't know that because they're not in my industry. That's fine. It's not about ego. But shoe button complex is when people say, "Oh, John, you're a fucking big shot over here." That means you're a big shot over here as well. So there has to be things like relationship advice or advice on, "I've got a boil on my bum. What do I do about it?" I don't fucking know. I'm not a bum on the boil on the bum expert. Shoe button complex is it's like a transference of you're an expert, really clever guy, whatever. So you must know about this too. Well, the best advice I can give people is speak to an expert. I don't have an opinion about knowing that. Shoe button complex. And Uh, it's uh, never been more apparent, by the way, than in the last nine months with COVID. No. Armchair epidemiologist. There we've got fucking Dave the Cardboard Box. Been working in the the warehouse for 17 years. Obviously, spending his tea breaks and lunchtime reading upon fucking epidemiology and immunology. Because the advice he's giving people, he knows better than the experts. They've only spent their entire fucking working lives doing this shit. But they know better.
1: On the contrary, John, well, not even on the contrary, you are a man of your word, And when our clients do ask you something that you do not consider yourself an expert in, even if you have an opinion on it, you say, I'm not the expert, you know, you should talk to someone else, here's someone that you can talk to. If you want my opinion, I can share it, but I highly recommend you talk to an expert. And people really appreciate that. They well, really no appreciate that. Not with integrity. Well, there is. Well, well with- not with integrity. That was a little caveat. But most people, they just go fucking important." Yeah. I know my stuff, but in the China shop and they don't realise the damage they can do. It's negligent.
0: Yeah. And I also think when people ask friends and family, I think they're not looking so much for advice when they probably should be. They're actually looking for approval. I mean, um, I, I don't know if you've experienced this yourself um, with clients, but I, I've experienced clients i got a fucking spidey sense for it now, and I, I dispense with these people very quick. But again, I can't quantify it, but I get the sense that when people come to me, it's very clear, very early on, they're not looking for advice at all. They they want me to approve their course of action. Well, of course, a lot of people in our industry will say, yeah, that sounds great. Give me your money and I'll help you do it. Whereas we'll just point out, that's not going to fucking work. I don't a any part of that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, and again, that does take a, I suppose, a certain amount of courage and integrity because you, you're turning business away. And i would never want to take someone's money and, and not not help them. You know? We can't always guarantee success. So of course we can't. But we can guarantee to do our best and sometimes doing our best with people is saying, I ain't touching that with a stolen dick, you know.
1: Back in the day when I was a Facebook advertiser and, uh, you know, social media was just growing exponentially. Uh, the amount of inquiries I had because I was being deemed a social media expert, I was being referred. Um, the amount of people I had to turn away just because I was like, I'm not sure what you've been told, but th- this isn't going to work. And they would tell me I was wrong and they're going to find someone else. Yeah. I was like, hang on a minute. So you've just come to an expert, ask my opinion. I've said, I'm not sure about this, mate. It's not something I want to get involved with. I'd try looking on other platforms and they'd go, you're wrong. I've been told by my son. That was the most common one. My, my son is actually studying marketing and he says, you're wrong. So, well done for showing yourself up. What? What, yeah, right. what did right. you just say? I pushed the billet crazy. there, not It beats me. But the
0: thing is, it pays
1: us in the long run
0: because the clients we get stay with us for a long while and they knuckle down and they get a fucking great result. Mm-hmm. Very infrequently, do we, we get someone who just doesn't bother. And when, they, yeah. when we do, we typically tell them to go because it's, it, we don't want to take their money for nothing. No?
1: Yeah, and anyone who has followed our advice bit by bit word for the word they've come back with their results and we keep you know readjusting their course the only way they go is up i don't know anyone who's followed us that closely that's paying us that hasn't succeeded
0: no well it's because that shit works i mean if people by the way if you're listening to this and you think oh they're just buying hot air go to our website or go yeah go to our website or just fucking messages and we'll send you to a page full of fucking videos and and other testimonials we call them wins because they're not really yeah. testimonials necessarily. Some are, but mostly fucking wins. We've got more fucking testimony. wins and testimonials than you can shake a fucking shitty dick at. You know, yeah. and it's not rocket science. And they're not, oh, yes, I made 17 million pounds in five minutes sitting on my asshole at, on the beach kind of wins. No. But it's things like Zach or others making 20, 30% increases in their prices. It's all profit <laughs> and not getting any resistance. That's a fucking huge win. It's, it's people. Mm-hmm changing their lives by um not working so hard not being constantly on the phone and stuff and, it's, it's, and again it starts it starts and ends with people taking responsibility we make them do it which is yeah. one reason some people don't come on board with us because they don't like that
1: what is the web address for that for those that want to see all the wins, i can't
0: remember now offhand
1: we'll whack it in the description yeah all right yeah we'll whack it in the description because i'm really fucking proud of that we uh me and you went on a little date didn't we To a little spa hotel, and we We sat there, created that page, created a little funnel. The funnel was questionable, but that page in particular was...
0: I think that's another bunch of people who think we're a pair of fucking homos.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mate, and the fact that you got that room. If
0: you remember as well, that was the occasion when Zach came for dinner.
1: Zach did come for dinner. He
0: won't say any more about what he told us.
1: No, and Zach, we know you listen to this. So I know know, you're you're your little fucking... So, yeah, so that, that,
0: that, when, when increasing, Zach, you know why you don't need to complain, don't you? This is blackmail.
1: <laughs> I think you cut out then. Do I? I think what? so, because I could still see myself move, because I've got I, uh, recording on the phone on 4G, right. and then I have my PC as a uh, monitoring device, what? and I think you cut out. So you'll have what? to start again.
0: What I said was, if Zach's listening to this, and he wonders why the amount on his invoices is increasing over time, it's really blackmail.
1: <laughs> and Zach, whilst you're listening to this in the eighty grand Ford truck you've just bought with our help, uh, <laughs> you can't complain. No, you not allowed. Can't complain. Not allowed. You cannot complain, you little fucker. So, John, I, I think this all this left to do is uh, the A one minute, minute hate. hate. The one minute hate. Do you want to tell people what it's about today? Oh, I think it's got to be about
0: fucking selfish, uninformed people and their opinions. <laughs> I'm big on that. I just does me fucking... It does my nut in. Well,
1: it's quite convenient because we've been talking about social media, which is where most shit opinions are. Karen. And uh, penises as well. Karen. 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 All right. Are you ready, Captain?
0: One, two, three. Yeah. Go. Me in. Fucking people and their opinions, right? There's a difference between facts and opinions. Facts are what's true. This is a fact. The sun rises in the morning. That's a fucking fact. Whether or not you enjoy the sunrise is another thing. That is an opinion. The two things are not the fucking same. But on social media, especially LinkedIn, people will make a completely fucking bizarre claim like that vaccine hasn't been tested enough as if it's a fucking fact. That's your fucking opinion, but because you're stupid and uninformed and what of have done includes fucking finest, your opinion is worth jack shit. It's like when people say we can't raise our prices. That's our opinion. Well, I'm entitled to my opinion. Your opinion's fucking irrelevant unless you're qualified to have it but people get so pissed when you tell them this. Apparently, it is not rude to offer someone an opinion they've not asked for, but it is rude to look at them and say, I don't give a fuck what you think. Your opinion's irrelevant. That is apparently fucking rude. What the fuck is wrong with people? And apart from anything else, people's opinions are, oh. Wasted being your friend.
1: (laughs) What was that? (laughs) The Office. <laughs> I just started playing for some reason at the end of the time. For I some know. reason, that
0: was fucking Pornhub, wasn't it?
1: I'll show you. Actually, I can't show you because there's some messages. Actually, I can show you those messages from Holly have disappeared. The Office. I oh,
0: can't believe you. What about those people on Zoom, mate? Those people on Zoom that have been caught shagging or masturbating. Oh, God. How fucking thick have you got to be for that to happen? How fucking careless?
1: How thick Seriously. it has to be to think they did it by accident these are fucking exhibitionists who are trying to get their fucking i reckon a lot of them i never
0: actually thought about that
1: i reckon a lot of them are exhibitionists who aren't getting their fix because everyone's at home
0: maybe it's because i'm autistic that that never never even occurred to me anyone would do that
1: why anyone would be yeah living alone why anyone would be getting horny in and around the time they're on a fucking Zoom? zoom call is beyond me these are 99 percent are exhibitionists i took my life on it apart from the underage children that have been caught wanking what in you school. they're do just it, fucking you horny little fuckers it. We got Bring almost. We
0: almost got <laughs> to the end of the podcast without you fucking talking about it. For fuck's uh, sake, Connor.
1: My pedo powers come from my head. I shouldn't joke about me being a pedo. I'm not. The joke stop here. It's not good. It's not good. It's not. I'm gonna have a little babby one day. What do you mean you're just gonna ask me? I'm joking. My little babby one day, when I've got eight of them, I want to have a fucking mini army. Yeah, they're all gonna go to me dad. Oh Why yeah. Why do you yeah. joke about touching kids? We're scared of you now. And I'll like, tell you I'll what. Give you a reason to be. <laughs>
0: What makes me laugh? The girl just down the way there at the bottom of the lane, she's about to drop. And I see yeah. them they're probably in their thirties, early thirties, so quite a bit younger than me. I mean, I've got, I've got kids older than that. Um, yeah. I see these young couples with young babies in the supermarket or pregnant women with a, with a partner walking around. and I think, have you got any fucking idea what you're doing? What you're letting yourself in? <laughs> I do not, in any way, shape, or form, feel any kind of fucking wistfulness or envy. At all, none. I, I love my children absolutely. We'd do anything for them. They'd kill for them. Die from The rest of it. But fuck, I did not enjoy having those children. They were hard work. I, there's more than once so I've told Holly and the other two quite seriously, as honest as you know, as honest as I'm sitting here. I wish my children had been a wank in the shower. Sometimes it's that fucking bad at times. And I think any parent listening to this would be nodding quietly. Not maybe not if your wife's watching, but anybody <laughs> thinking yeah, that's fucking right.
1: It's true. Zach's going to second-guess himself now about having kids, isn't
0: he? Zach, if you I don't have children, you to don't these. start now. Have, have a me quietly and just don't say anything. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God, did you... Before we go, you've got to fucking tell this one. And then this, this is documented, so it's not just an apocryphal story. It was actually a court case over this. Neighbour. Guy wants to get his wife pregnant in German, and he, she can't conceive with him, so he pays the neighbour to be the surrogate father. So he's paying his next-door neighbour to fuck his wife ragged, right, to try and get her pregnant. What the guy didn't say, the neighbour didn't say, was he's had a vasectomy years ago. So he's being paid to fuck his next door neighbour's wife in the hope of getting her pregnant. Now he thought, well, it ain't gonna happen. Well, the guy sued him to try and get his money back. How oh, fucking funny would that be? Seriously. <laughs> Why doesn't anybody run to me?
1: How much of a muppet would you feel? Just imagine being the shagger, getting confronted by the husband. You've been taken, you'd just piss yourself laughing, wouldn't you? <laughs> you would, wouldn't you? <laughs> just be like, <laughs> I got paid now, to fuck your wife.
0: This is the difference between <laughs> men and women. I mean, I know it's not all men and not all women, but the majority, and it's skewed massively in this way. Most men will find that fucking story hilarious. And most women will be like, oh, that's terrible. Oh, well, they'll call it rape. Some probably would, yeah. There are some women out there who say all
1: penile sex is rape. I think under the legal definition that would be rape, right. under the legal no, definition.
0: No, but she consenting to it. It might be fraud, it's But not she's right.
1: consented to it under a condition.
0: It's still not right. She consented to have sex. Besides, the court case was about... Yeah,
1: but consent can be withdrawn. This is what I mean, but, the but modern day... With,
0: but it can't be withdrawn after the fact. It can be withdrawn during sex, but not after. You can't say, oh, I wish I hadn't done that, I now withdraw my consent for you having done it. You fucking idiot.
1: I agree with you, John. However, I also... I, and I and, and, the how court, it be, and the should be. I don't think that's case, how it is. I don't the court think
0: case was about is. fraud anyway. He was suing the fraud, guy to get so. his fucking money back. I'm sure the wife was enjoying it.
1: Anyway, I don't want to get into the fucking grubs, the grubby underbelly of fucking rape and whatnot. I've already had a slip up with children and shit. I, I, I want to just end it here before I say something that I'm really going to get myself in trouble. All so we're <laughs> I'm struggling for words now. We are done. We are done. Anyway, so, where should people go if they want more free shit? You're if you want free pants.
0: shit that pertains to what we're talking about, and it's real kind of step-by-step, take my numbers how-to information, how to do this shit. Go to ottcollective.co.uk. It takes you straight to the Off the Tools Collective Facebook page. You fill the form in. And if you behave yourself, we might let you in. And once you're in the inside, we've got loads of shit. And you can then get onto our email list. You can get onto our printed newsletter list. Get yourself down for a free book and all this free shit. Yeah. Too much free
1: shit. Too much free Too much. stuff. I
0: agree. Too in much the meantime... Stuff,
1: but no, 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 no. Oh. But- if you want serious help, because you're serious about growing your business and make more money with fewer headaches and less hassle, however John says it.
0: More money with less work, less hassle, fewer headaches. If yeah, you On demand, charge them higher fees and have it all happen. On off, hands-off, in the background, on autopilot. How difficult is that, Connor?
1: Very. We're particularly interested in you if you're uh, dealing with the domestic market at the moment. Yes. Going um, into people's so houses, that's... for all
0: sorts of reasons, that's fucking mine for you and for us. Because yeah,
1: we've had a few realisations, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. If that's you, own horn too much, but I strongly recommend you get in touch with Holly, uh, Holly at GrowYourBusinessFast.co.uk, and she will uh, give you the details about our paid programs. They'll fucking really benefit you. The stuff, the results our clients are getting at the moment, is nothing short of spectacular.
0: Stellar. Mm.
1: Anyhow, sign off, John.
0: In the meantime, stay safe, stay, stay inside, wash your hands, and please. Do not shit on your fingers. See you later, talk.